Welcome to the Influence Factory podcast. This program is dedicated to support professionals who have a desire to develop their digital business influence so they can navigate through a fast-paced, constantly growing digital world. We invite newcomers as well as our family of business influencers to a place to play, share ideas, questions, tips, and guidance with other thought leaders around the globe. Sit back and enjoy our program with our host, Dean Delisle, as he interviews guests. News and commentary is provided by Kate Hassett and Jackson Delisle. Power Move lessons are provided by the Influencer Marketing Department at Social Jack. And production, editing, and distribution is provided by the Social Jack production team. All right, welcome to another episode of the Influence Factory. We have a great show for you today and an amazing guest that we're going to bring on here in about 10 to 12 minutes. So uh, hold on, let's go ahead and get started. Kate, how you doing? I'm good. Hey. Jackson, doing good? I'm doing great. I love that. Thumbs up. Uh, Kate, people want to play with us on social. Where do they go? Yeah, make sure that you are checking us out on Twitter. Jen will be live tweeting this episode um, using the hashtag factory. You can follow us at Get Social Jack. We have the same handle for Instagram and for LinkedIn. And then we're also on Facebook. If you're in our Business Influencer Alliance Facebook group, we're streaming it live there and Jen will be interacting with you. Um, and if you're not in that group, message one of us and let us know and we'll get you in because it's a great community for um, networking with other business influencers. Absolutely. And then uh, Jackson, if they want to get this after the show, where would they find this? Amazing. Yeah, uh, you can uh, get the recording on YouTube or listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spreaker, SoundCloud, Spotify, and CastBox. And then all the show notes are also in our Social Jack Resource Center. So uh, make sure to check that out. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us on social media. I'm at Jackson Delisle, uh, at Kate Hassett, and at Dean Delisle. So, oh, and at Get Social Jack. You can always tweet <laughs> the, to the main account. So, right on, right on. And don't forget, folks, in that resource center, we have the latest notes. So, as we build workshops, and you see those workshops all over the world going on. Uh, those resources are actually in the Social Jack Resource Center. So if you want worksheets, if you want content calendars, you want maps, social media maps, whatever it is, influencer checklists, whatever it is that you want, we always put those in there for you. So please don't miss out. Also coming up uh, live from Chicago at our headquarters here, we're going to be featuring the uh, 2019 Business Influencer Masterclass. Now this one's a little different where you are going to get a personal uh, professional to interview you. We're going to build your uh, social media summary before you get to the class and your headline. And then when you get here, uh, the uh, crew is going to actually take a new uh, headshot for you and they're going to shoot a cool profile video for you. So why not? Uh, so to do uh, so to check that out, go to social Jack, look at events, uh, stay tuned. We have a lot of cool discounts out there on top of the early birds. So what is that? An early, early, bird gate the earliest bird the earliest bird i like that even better <laughs> uh, super cool all right so we have some uh, hot news here top seven digital marketing trends that business owners should follow i'll let you guys take it from here yeah so today we uh we have an infographic uh that was posted and or published on social media today uh and the infographic itself actually comes from serp watch and it outlines key statistics and trends across all main uh, digital marketing platforms and you know social uh, media platforms that we 
talk about on a weekly basis here. Uh, so, you know, it talks about the biggest, the seven uh, biggest digital marketing trends that you should know and stay tuned into in order to uh, keep growing with this constantly growing digital world. Uh, so kicking off at number one is SEO. We all know that SEO is super important and it, it comes from a lot of the, uh, you know, our website, uh, website, uh, traffic, anything along those lines, having, making sure you have keywords on your website that are, you know, talk about what you're doing and just making sure that, you know, we always talk about, uh, keeping your LinkedIn profiles up to date. Well, as much as you're constantly updating what you're doing and you know, things in your LinkedIn summary, you need to be also doing that on uh, your websites, keeping those updated with new things that you're doing and so that your customers can find you when they search those items on Google, which is the, uh, as we all know, the number one search engine in the world. Yeah. You know, I'd also like to toss in here and uh, Kate, curious of your thoughts. I've had people, remember we were on a couple of client calls and they're like, well, what about Bing and Yahoo? And and Joe always fights us on this. Um, oh, he's not in today. He can't defend himself. Uh, <laughs> Got to be present to defend yourself, Joe. Uh, but, you know, people, you know, and I'm sort of curious from our audience too, like, do people use those other did you guys use those other search engines, Bing, Yahoo? No, honest, honestly, uh, sometimes my uh, uh, my you know Google Chrome will get mixed up, and I have to go in the settings and change it back to because mm -hmm. uh, it'll go in and do a safe search, which usually redirects to Yahoo or Bing. And honestly, it just frustrates me because Google's the reason we all like Google is it has a very clean layout. You know, it's just a white page with a with a bar in the middle. It's what you need. It doesn't have any of those other items like Yahoo, where it's like, you want the news? You want the weather? You want the... It's like, no, I'll tell you what I want. Just give me a second. Um, <laughs> so it, that's, I think, you know, the number one thing is just their clean design that drives us all to that. Uh, you know, it also talks about how, uh, hold on though. I want, I want Kate to chime in on this, please. Go ahead, yeah. Kate. Um, I honestly hate Bing. Um, when I first got this new computer, you guys hooked me up with, I like hated Bing and always would oh, was it the default? Was it? Yeah. The and I couldn't figure out how to keep changing. It would automatically change back. And Joe had to help me find like a setting. So that was really annoying. I will say Yahoo's come a long way, but in terms of adding on to what Jackson said about the clean layout, I think that Google has the highest credibility um, and that that part of be partly is because they're the most well-known we don't even say like do a search for this we say google it right we've turned it into a verb um, but I just think as far as things go they just they they've been the most credible source this far and people just trust a lot more so in terms of brand trust I'm always going to use google yeah, and Jim, Jim Catalano chimed in and said, one of our partners uses Bing. He's an accounting firm. I used to work at an accounting firm, and I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I love my accountants. Um, uh, something that goes hand in hand with SEO is organic search. So you know, showing up in an organic search drives from, you know, how optimized your, your uh, website is for search engines to find it. So you know, over 40% of business revenue comes from organic search, uh, you know, on uh, Google, even if you're using Yahoo and Bing, those organic searches are going to be the most 
uh, selected. You know, the top five search results for a keyword on uh, Google get 70% of the click, and that's not including those, uh, the ones you see up at the top that are uh, promoted uh, results on Google. So those uh, promoted ones tend to get looked over because they're like, oh, okay, they paid to get here. But the ones that are up there, those are the ones that people are like, okay, these are credible. They're on the first page. They're at the top of the first page. And the majority of people don't even uh, go past that first page of results. They, yeah, that's no amazing. How, that's amazing that. how much that happens. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, Kate, one thing I'm going to disagree with on this, and I know we're going to publish this infographic for everybody, but it says search engines drive 300% more traffic to websites and social media. I think that's too blanketed because you run a content farm over there in the influence factory, as we like to call the factory back there. And with all the content that you guys crank out, and yes, the press releases and things like that, but we see a lot of uh, referral in our analytics. We see social in our analytics. And I think that um, they're not counting uh, the fact that, that a lot of people do drive from their social communities. What do you think about that? Well, I think also what they're missing in a, in a blanketed uh, statistic like that is a lot of people don't code their social media links. Um, a lot of businesses, specifically small businesses, don't have the ability or the bandwidth or the team, the factory behind them to be able to really drive into where the analytics are coming from. And to add on top of that, you see more traffic from what from search to, um, sorry, from search engines to website because of targeted ads. So that just also adds in the importance of getting high on top of the list of Google because we know from this um, infographic and from recent studies and conversations that people really don't go past the first page of Google. So if that's something that you are struggling with that you need some help with, you know, reach out to us because Joe has a lot of tips and tricks. Um, but I'm glad you mentioned that because social media just doesn't get you know, the, the um, recognition it deserves because not everybody really breaks it down and looks at it. Um, and since you mentioned social media, also on this list, they break down Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and LinkedIn as really good tools that business owners should be using um, in terms of digital marketing trends right now. I want to go ahead and emphasize, if you wanted to take a look at the infographic, Jen will post it on social and Jackson will send out with the show notes. And it's a great way to really look at um, why you should be posting on each platform. But I wanted to emphasize that it breaks it down to these four platforms for business owners. So these are the four best platforms for business owners, not necessarily personal brands, but businesses. So if you're sitting there and you're wearing yourself thin, trying to post on all different social platforms and just wondering like, oh, do I need to add Snapchat into my marketing strategy right now? Yes, it's probably smart. You probably could gain some audience there, but I think if you really really focus your efforts on the four most important ones that play well with Google, that help with conversion, that can be tracked easily. It's going to be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. So I think that's the biggest social media takeaway from this article. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. And, you know, I just want to mention that uh, we'll post the show notes in um, after the show, but uh, LinkedIn is uh, 80% of B2B leads uh, come from LinkedIn as opposed to, you know, 13% on Twitter and 7% on Facebook. But the biggest thing that, you know, I want you to just take in from this article is that LinkedIn has a perfect domain rating of 100. That means that... So, <laughs> 
And you, that, that's that's you know, far and few between that you find a domain rating of 100, especially on a social media platform. Right. And what this means is that Google loves LinkedIn. So optimizing your LinkedIn profiles. See, you guys didn't think this article was about that, but it is. And <laughs> optimizing your LinkedIn profiles for your keywords to be in your summary, your uh, your headline, you're just making sure that those keywords are in your profile. Mm-hmm. that will help you. That will help you jump to the top of Google. Absolutely. And Jim pointed out in the chat that Pinterest um, plays with Google and it absolutely does. And Pinterest is not a platform that everybody has mastered yet, but I think there's a lot of value in it. Um, just like I do with Snapchat, just like I do with, you know, um, some other ones, but just from a business perspective, if you have a business, you should be on all four of these platforms. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's all for the influencer news update this week. And make sure to tweet to us if you want to see different types of articles, certain topics for articles. Uh, we will definitely look into sharing those and talking about those during this segment. And if you, uh, you know, want to ask us questions throughout the week, make sure to tweet to uh, Kate and the team at, at Get Social Jack uh, and then also myself at Jackson Delisle. Kate Hassett is at Kate Hassett and Dean Delisle's at Dean Delisle. So, couldn't be easier. Right. Yeah, you really couldn't. But uh, <laughs> All right. So. Thank you, team. And then uh, we'll see you on the other side. Mm-hmm. All right. So today's quick uh, influencer uh, lesson, and then we're going to get on to our guest, is influencing your community, which has a lot to do with our guests coming up. So what we want to do is remind you that you are all thought leaders, your business influencers. And in your digital business influence, we want to make sure that you're sharing things that are going to help others. Um, So think about that today, that when you're posting or you're putting things out there, are you helping your community be better? Are you being a good representative of your community? And with that being said, I'd like to... um, interview our interview, uh, announce our uh, upcoming guest here. I am so excited to have uh, Chris on with us today. So this week's influencer guest is an experienced camera first communicator. So he's going to be on camera here working mainly with nonprofits since visiting nonprofits in all 50 states and all 100 days in the summer of 2015. Throughout the summer, he's partnered with brands like Humana, Big Brothers, Big Sisters of America, Salvation Army to leverage authentic video to drive measurable objectives and he's been featured on all the major news channels please welcome the ceo of i am here chris stubb how's it going buddy it's going fantastic thanks for the awesome introduction i feel like i need a little round of applause after that that reading that was great (laughs) and he's a cubs fan in south carolina (laughs) like i'm running into wrigley field running up against the ivy dean it's so great to be here you know, in light of, uh, you know, this month I'm traveling, we're actually traveling to the same conference in a couple of weeks to St. Louis during baseball season. And then I'll actually be back in St. Louis again for some of my influencer work on May 1st with Give STL Day. So it's a nice breath of, of again, that, that Ivy flavored fresh air to be joining the Delisle family here. <laughs> and the cool thing is uh, we um, we met at Social Media Strategy Summit. And, and the other weird coincidence is we just found out like moments ago, we're going to be at MDMC together in St. Louis. Like That's that's right. Just I two know, weeks. So cool. Two yep. weeks from today. That's so cool. So we're like, uh, does that make us um, 
uh, let's see, conference junkies, right? So, <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I think I think all of my friends would call me a conference junkie. That's for sure. And I see you guys bopping around all the time too. It's it's a lot of fun yeah. though to make those connections. Well, it's and I actually like. Uh, I think you said it best. MDMC is is a new one for me. You've been there the last few years, and um, I, I think any place that feels collaborative where people are willing to share. That was the cool thing. When I met you at SMSS, you were like, you know, I I didn't just, you know, get a signed copy of your book at that time, but you explained to me and told me exactly what you were doing, how you were doing it, what was working, what's not working. And here we're all about the power of authenticity. So we love hearing that, you know, about, you know, how people, you know, how how do you deal with this? How do you deal with that? And, you know, maybe if this isn't working, we try this. So that's what I love. I love that idea of of, of talking through some of that tinkering and that experimentation, right? And again, people might get the impression that as an influencer in the space for a few years, that we have it all figured out. And that just couldn't be further from the case, right? The whole idea for me, at least of being an influencer is is being willing to experiment and willing to try new things and, and partnering with those brands that say, yeah, let's give this a shot and see how it works, you know, then figure out what works and, and figure out how to patch it together and make it work better the next time. So it's, it's an exciting time. And I can honestly say that I haven't interviewed anyone that's won a mascot race in a giant inflatable chicken suit. So <laughs> now can I find that video? Can I find that video? There are skills that may or may not exist on my Facebook page. I don't know if the Binghamton Mets preserve the, the video, but um, that's a lot of fun there. You know, life is about having those, those, those little moments that stand out to you. And when, when Jackson sent over that email, I was like, I think that's the one. I think that's the one that stands out to me. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> uh, so listen, you have, uh, you have this new film and then we want to get back into your story, but I, I'm just so yeah, excited yeah, yeah. for you about this film. What can you tell us about the film? So, you know, back in the summer of 2015, I took a road trip to work with nonprofits in all 50 U.S. states um, in 100 days. Uh, you mentioned the book, um, which is 50 States, 100 Days, the book. And uh, the book came out back in November 2015. And then last year, um, you know, I, uh, I ended up meeting at, you know, you mentioned being a conference junkie. I ran into a gentleman named Ross Woods at MDMC. We became very close friends. He's a, he's a, a storyteller and a video producer based out of Indianapolis. And Ross said, hey, Chris, you know, we should put together a film about this adventure. You have this really incredible story. And, you know, I feel like this one missing piece for you is that high level video production quality, right? People that are familiar with my story know that I like to walk around. You mentioned being a camera first contributor uh, and creator. I'll walk around and tell Instagram stories or shoot video on Twitter, go live on Facebook. But, you know, for me, partnering with a storytelling company that really can patch everything all together was that missing piece. And because of that connection that I made at this conference, we were able to to make that project a reality. So uh, the film, uh, by that title, 50 States, 100 Days of Film, it's a 22-minute short film that debuted at Social Media Marketing World. We're going to be showing it again at MDMC uh, in two weeks up in St. Louis. And it tells the story, again, of uh, a young man uh, traveling around all 50 U.S. states and working with these nonprofits and just being all in on trying to share the stories of these organizations whose stories deserve to be told. We're, oh, that's awesome. And then we'll, uh, we're allowed to share out the trailer to everybody that's listening, right? That's right. Okay, I'd good. love for you guys to check it out. Absolutely. Yeah, and I can't wait to be insane. I'm going to work to make it down there early that day for, um, 
uh, during travel to make sure I get to see the premiere, right? Yes, absolutely. Yes. So the, the film, again, you know, in a world, Dean, where we put so much on social media, you know, we share everything that we do. Um, I made the decision that we were going to create this film, but we wouldn't actually post it in its entirety on social media. So it's really been a great, uh, it's really been a great value add uh, when I travel to conferences or if I offer to go speak at an event somewhere, I say, look, we can put together a little, you know, a coffee event or get some drinks and invite in a group of people to come check out the film and it's been a great community building experience for those who, who share that passion of giving back to their, their home communities. Right. That's super cool, man. Um, and you know, what's interesting is that <clears throat> when we were talking before the show, it was like, uh, it was like, I think we were talking about the early days of Cubs and you were like, well, Jackson, I don't know how old you are. And then he, <laughs> said that and he goes, Oh, I'm a little older than you. So now you know how I feel. Um, but the, I- <laughs> but the, but the idea is, yeah, the idea is though, is, is how, how did you get started in all this? That's what I want to hear. I want to hear about the, like the Chris got started story. Yeah, you know, so I, out of college, I worked at a, uh, at a newspaper in upstate New York in Binghamton. And, um, you know, I was on the copy desk and I was sort of the youngin in the group, right? I was, I was Jackson's age and, you know, the, the, the staff would turn to me um, as all of these changes in the internet space and the social media space were happening, right? Like, oh, Chris, can you set up our Facebook page for us? Or can you get us started on Twitter? Or do we need an Instagram? And, you know, as the years went by, I started to think to myself, you know, I think we really need to be all in on this social media thing, this internet thing. It is might really take off. To, yeah, <laughs> I think there might be a future in this. Seriously. You know, so when you- as Wait, wait, as you're working at a newspaper. <laughs> working at a newspaper, again, with, with newsprint, again, my job, Dean, was to design the front page of the paper you know, to draw out the headlines and, you know, use the pica pole and, you know, fit the pictures and stuff. And so for me, that's been very much a formative part of the experience, right, is identifying where those stories are that need to be told and then recognizing that now the power has shifted. And I think you were saying this before in in some of the the intro to to the, the, the show here is, you know, that we're all storytellers. And it's important for all of us to embrace that opportunity to share our stories, whether it's as business people, you know, as influencers, as nonprofits, whatever, whatever channel you own now, it's, it's yours. You know, we're no longer beholden to the NBC, ABC, CBS sort of brethren and that sort of uh, uh, monopoly, right? That we all have the opportunity to share our stories. And the real key, Dean, I think is that consistency, right? And hearing that you guys are approaching 60 episodes with what you're doing here with Social Jack, that's really where the, the, the winning starts to come into play. Right? As you commit to being a storyteller, you get better. You improve at what you're doing. And obviously, you guys have really fine-tuned uh, the ins and outs of this show, built out an audience. And it, it's really, really cool to see you guys setting that bar as an example of how a brand can successfully tell stories without needing to rely on, on the crutch of earned media from the, the 90s and the 2000s. Yeah, that's that's interesting. And we know what's funny is a couple of my big clients were newspapers and I remember that transition. So I'm reflecting back as you're telling the story about being in the middle of that and them going, you know, is this Facebook thing for real? Should we pay attention to it? Yeah. And it's just interesting watching the legacy businesses grab on, you know? Well, it, it's been very interesting too, you know, and I, I in, in full transparency, when I asked Jackson before we came on the air, how old he was, I thought he was several years older. And I mean that as a compliment to his, uh, 
you know, to his maturity and to the experience that he has in this industry. But it's, it's really exciting, you know, to see that next generation coming in uh, natively, right? That, that uh, folks who are a little bit older like us, you know, we, we know what it's like to, to turn the dial on a television, to turn away from the static and, and get to a channel that actually works, right? And now as, as this- I don't know what you're talking up, about. <laughs> you know, fix, fixing the rabbit ears, right? Yeah, right. I remember that. Not, get some foil, get some foil. <laughs> but, but really, it, it's, it shows if you get started early on and you build relationships authentically and you build them the right way, that uh, you don't need to have, you know, five, 10 years, you know, of, of trying to work your way up, you know, that even at a younger age, if you approach your digital persona and you approach your, your career effectively and you do it intelligently, that um, even, you know, students coming right out of college these days have these incredible opportunities to step into these, these influencer spaces where we're talking about, again, hundreds of millions of dollars in some cases of budget that, that's out there if you're positioning your brand uh, the right way to, to be part of that space. Yeah, that's, a, that's amazing. Uh, one thing that I'm, I'm just proud to be associated with you about is this activity of the nonprofits and, and things like that that you serve. I just think that's my heart goes out and I, I just appreciate you. you for, for helping all these folks out. How did that part of, you know, come into play? Yeah, so let's, I'll continue the story from before. So I worked yeah. at a newspaper for uh, quite a while and then um, decided to quit my job in 2014 and become a social media influencer, right? I said, I'm going to go on a big road trip around the United States, take some pictures, shoot some video on Snapchat, stuff like that. And uh, basically, I wanted to be Casey Neistat, right? I wanted to go out and just, you know, I was, I was, I was born to be a star and the, the, the YouTube attention and all that, right? So I went on a 48-state road trip in the summer of 2014. And when that road trip ended, Dean, I was like, ah, you know, I wasn't emotionally satisfied with how it had gone. So uh, when the following summer rolled around, again, now I was 28 turning 29, I, um, I decided I wanted to go again. And I had a transformational volunteer experience with an organization called Pay Away the Layaway in December of 2014 here in South Carolina. And I felt a rush and I felt an emotion in helping families um, preserve their Christmas experience that I said, I want to do more of that. How can I take this skill that I have, this, this digital storytelling skill, and how can I parlay that into making this world a better place? How can I do what I do to make a positive change? And I decided to mix together, you know, traveling and road tripping with you know, digital storytelling along with the nonprofits. And this trifecta came together wow. into what I called 50 states, 100 days, right? The marketing end of me said, okay, if you're going to do this, you got to make it roll off the top, right? So it's one thing to go to 50 states in 266 days. It's another thing to make it really <laughs> simple, right? Like I met Dean last year and Dean now remembers me as the 50 states, 100 days guy, right? And that Dean has sort of parlayed into, again, you mentioned the book, the film, but even more relevantly now for me in my career, you know, last week I was in San Antonio, Texas, working with a giving day. Um, so we raised uh, $4.6 million in 24 hours wow. um, with, with the Big Give San Antonio. Yeah, for over 500 participating nonprofits. And as I mentioned before, I'll be back in St. Louis on May 1st for Give STL Day, which is another one of these regional giving days where all these nonprofits in the community come together and they use online fundraising tools like GiveGab or Civicor to raise, again, millions of dollars in a 24-hour period. And I've sort of kind of settled in as that 
influencer, I hate using that phrase about myself, but sort of that, that face on Facebook live video that tells the stories of what these giving days and what these nonprofits are about. So, you know, it's been a multi-year process, Dean. You know, at this point last year, I was not really settled into what my niche was. And now working with these giving days, even in St. Louis during baseball season, right? Um, it is really exciting to have found that opportunity to use my, my talents to be able to spread the word about these exciting opportunities that are taking place nationwide. And is there a, is there maybe a personal part of the story that uh, of you maybe growing up or something that that has caused that emotional connection to helping these people out or, or where you were able to make that, wow, this is what I was meant to be? Is there anything, you know, that that comes from your roots on that? Boy, that's a great question. You know, I, I think it's it, it's special for you to be joined here, you know, by your son on your broadcast. And I would give all the credit to my parents as well. You know, my mom especially. Uh, and of course, my dad is my biggest fan watching all my live streams and everything. I wouldn't be surprised if he's listening in today. Um, but my parents, you know, Dean, I like, to, I like to root it back to being raised the right way, right? And understanding as this social media shift has happened, you know, all of this attention that has come my way over the last few years, I really embrace and enjoy the opportunity to use my voice to give back and to contribute to those who are really in need, right? Like, I, you know, if, if I'm having a rough go of it, like I've been sick the last couple of days, uh, you know, that, that's nothing compared to the struggles oh, yeah. um, that a lot of these organizations um, are going through. That's a big part of the story that's told in 50 States, 100 Days is like, I, I tried to do something bigger than myself to bring more attention to the Boys and Girls Club of Cheyenne, you know, Big Brothers, Big Sisters of South Central West Virginia and the YMCA, you know, that if I'm blessed with these gifts, you know, I want to leave this earth. I want to be remembered as someone who left this earth and who left this industry ultimately as a better place than when we entered it. And there, there's a lot of wackiness. There's a lot of, uh, you know, BS and stuff that happens sometimes in the influencer space, in the social media space. I like being, and you referenced the yellow hat and everything too, but I, I like trying to be, be a beacon of positivity. You know, both if you find me on social media or if you see me at the Strategy Summit or you see me at MDMC, you know, I want you to feel happy and to feel like, yes, there are people out there that are, are, are doing things that, that are trying to make this, this country a better place. Yeah, no, I, and yeah, and again, I applaud you for that. I'm, I'm uh, just so inspired and, and connected um, to that. We have a, we have sort of a, a sec, a point, a part that we don't talk about on social Jack much where we go into schools and we take our adult version of social Jack and, and about five, six years ago, maybe even longer, I created a digital citizenship version for schools so, you know, I grew up alone on the streets and, and sort of, you know, my parents, you know, did the best they could with, with what we had. And, and I am so connected, like we have a, a great charity client slash charity that we support here in Chicago called The Harbor. Anything that, that for me, I feel connected where people need just a break. They just need a chance. And I was given, I was blessed where I was just either created or given opportunity along the way. So I love any of the ones like, like big sisters and big brothers and all these groups that help those that are less fortunate. So that's my connection here to you with these is that I'm like, wow, man. Yeah. Like he's, it's, I feel like you're helping me out when by helping them out. 
you know, it's been really exciting and uh, to be to be able to meet a lot of these people in real life. And, you know, a lot of the times we see on video uh, some of the stories that are being told. But for me personally, it, it, it strikes me to, uh, you know, again, I think this was after we met Dean that I went on a, on a 25 state road trip with the Salvation Army. You know, if you want to turn it back to the influencer space, but I was assigned to be a, a Red Kettle ambassador uh, for the Salvation Army in November and December of 2017. And uh, I went on a 25 state road trip from Houston to Manhattan and uh, visited Salvation Army locations and volunteered and, and worked with um, even there in Chicagoland out in uh, Elk Grove Village is where I visited um, you know, the, the disaster relief center out there in Chicago, but all the way up the Midwest, back down to New Orleans and Jacksonville, Florida, and then all the way back up to New York City. And we actually won an award from PR News last spring um, for this work uh, with the Salvation Army. And um, the, the story was featured on NBC Universal. Um, it was on today.com. We had all the, the vlogs up there. So it was really great to be able to apply some of these, uh, you know, we talk about 50 States, 100 Days being sort of a, a kid chasing a dream, if you will. But being able to partner with the Richards Group out of Dallas and then with the Salvation Army, which is based out of Washington, D.C., and visit, again, 25 states to be able to shake people's hands, to be able to say thank you for the work that you do, and to be able uh, to share their stories uh, through uh, vlogging and through Instagram stories and all those different mediums. Boy, is it impactful work when you, you get the opportunity yeah. to step in and do it. <clears throat> yeah, that's super cool, man. Super cool. Um, uh, so just just um, switching a little bit. Uh, I swear when I met you um, at SMSS, uh, it seemed like you were hot and heavy with Snapchat at the time, right? And doing some Instagram stories on that side of things, right? Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. I consider myself relatively platform agnostic. I, right. was, I was listening in on the, um, the, the, the opening to the show with Kate and everybody about um, the importance of being on multiple platforms. I very much follow that same philosophy, right? That right. Um, I, I kind of look at uh, the different social media channels as maybe different parts of the, the individual funnel, if you will. Um, I spent a lot more time recently on Twitter you know, because of the opportunity to connect with more people, you know, and, and that discoverability. But I think Instagram stories and Snapchat um, represent a great opportunity for people to really understand who you are and connect with you on a daily, day-to-day uh, -day level. You know, again, Dean, I mentioned that this week, you know, I've been feeling a little bit under the weather and I got dozens of messages, sometimes some of them from people that I had uh, connected with years ago who had never even reached out that were like, dude, we need you. You know, like your story represents so much to me, you know, that you're this guy who's chasing his dream. And more importantly, you're doing it to try and, and improve the lives of others. Um, you know, that all happens. That's the magic of Instagram stories, right? That I'm just, I'm here having a little stomach bug and I've just got dozens of people saying, dude, like get up, get back up on your feet because we need you. <laughs> and that's incredible. Rub some dirt on it, Chris. Come on, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Clap some tussing on it, right? Like Chris Rock would say, like, get back on your feet because, you know, again, you know, we joke about the yellow hat and everything, but it, it's really cool when your brand starts to represent, um, you know, other people and, you know, their hopes and dreams as well. And, and I'm really, really flattered, you know, that people um, have those kind of things to say you know, in, in that feedback on, on Instagram stories. Yeah. And we have, uh, we have folks here that are, you know, business owners, solopreneurs. Uh, we have people that work at organizations. And I think one of the toughest things 
is to is to pick and choose your audiences on this plat on the platforms. It gets confusing. They change all the time. It's hard to keep up with. Sort of right. the that we created with Social Jack being a, having an academy where people can learn and. And I see you, you're teaching as well, which I'm, I think is awesome. I was like, yes, he's got his own uh, school and academy going. I think that's yep, cool. yep. And, and so in doing this, um, what, what sort of words of wisdom do you have for people? You know, like you and I were talking before the show about how Twitter has become, uh, you know, I said, you know, what, what's your new go-to? And you said, man, I'm really loving Twitter lately. Like you found a new love for it. So can you take us through that a little bit? Like how that decision. Yeah. You know, again, I love Twitter because of, you know, again, the, the searchability of it, right? Like, let's say we connected at a conference a few years ago or something like that. You know, there, there's going to be proof of that relationship. We talk about CRMs all the time. You know, yeah. there, there's opportunities to connect publicly and to be able to draw out that relationship over a, a series of years. Um, you know, there's the opportunity through Twitter as well to be able to connect with other people at events. You know, that uh, my big break in the industry um, again, I keep referencing my, uh, my friend, Dan Gingas, who, if you, if you guys don't know him, you absolutely should. He's based there in Chicago as well. Um, but my first big break at the industry came at a social media conference called the social shakeup, which I will also be speaking at again yes. this year, um, in Atlanta in just about a month. Um, so I'm excited to go back there, but, um, you know, we were tweeting at the same time about a panel about millennials that didn't have any millennials on it. And we just, <laughs> we connected over this, this joke. And now Dan and I are like best friends. So uh, Dan um, actually opened the door for me to go work um, as a social media consultant with Humana. Um, Dan also um, opened the door for me to become a contributor to Forbes, which just happened in the last I six weeks or so. I saw that. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> which is super cool. You know, and, and Dan also really lobbied for me to speak for my first time at Social Media Marketing World, as Dan has been a multi-year contributor to that event as well. So, Dean, when we talk about the friendships that can take place um, through these social media connections... Um, it's really real. And to get back to answer your specific question, I think the real key to managing these different platforms, at least for me personally, has been to just be yourself no matter which platform you're on. Yeah. Right? So for me, if you connect with me on Twitter, you find me on Instagram, you find me even on LinkedIn um, or on YouTube or on Facebook, um, or more importantly, Dean, you find me in Chicago at the Social Media Strategy Summit, I'm going to be the exact same person that you see offline and online, no matter where you find me, right? That has been my brand promise to all of my followers across all of my channels. And I think that makes sense for all of the businesses out there that are listening as well, is that you want to represent the, the same way if someone walks into your brick and mortar store, or if they place an order online and they're chatting with you on the phone, you want that same positive customer experience to be reflected across all of your different social media channels. You know, forget for a moment your content strategy and think about the experience that you're giving to your users, to your listeners, to your audience. That to me has always been paramount is when you see me, you're going to get Chris at that same energy level, that same enthusiasm level, and that same style from one platform to the other, to the other, to the other. And I tell you what, Dean, that really lifts a lot of that pressure off of uh, being an influencer or representing a business to try and think of different personas for different channels. Yeah, kind of my secret sauce, you know? Yeah, I, I agree with that. We, uh, we, we have a tough time sometimes when we're, um, we have a, a 90 days to influence program where we take influencers from wherever they're at to a next level for whatever's next for them. 
And as we're doing their intake, we ask a lot of personal questions. You know, we like to know, how did you grow up? You know, and we just want to like go deep and find out the real interesting things because we're all unique, you know, and I think that's why I do this. I love the uniqueness of each individual that we meet. I just think it's, it feeds my soul and it fascinates me how different we all are. And how, and it's always, how connected we are too, you know, so in the same sense. And it, I think it's always helpful to hear kind of where each one of those influencers, where somebody is coming from and what their goals are, what they're trying to accomplish, right? You know, for me, you know, I was voted in high school, like most likely to be remembered, you know, and this was before, you know, again, ja- I know Jackson's still listening, but like, hey man, there was no Facebook when I was in high school. You know what I mean? There was no Twitter back in those days, you know, so for me, it, there was a MySpace always, though, right? There was a MySpace. I think my, MySpace was coming around. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we would have been top friends, I'm sure. Um, you know, but, but wanting to leave a positive impact on the world, right? Yeah. And, and, and trying to leave your mark and trying to leave a legacy. You know, I'm sure you yeah. think the same way about your, your life and your career, Dean. Is, you know, I know your legacy is, is uh, at least listening there, uh, you know, on the broadcast as well. But, you know, the importance of, of leaving a positive mark on the world um, is something that's right. always been very important to me, no matter which format, whether it's 50 States, 100 Days or the Salvation Army or, you know, working with some other brands over the years. Um, I've always just wanted to leave that positive sort of feeling in people's minds after they uh, meet or listen to or, or, or see me. Absolutely. And that's why that's why we still go into the schools and churches and stuff and teach those kids. I want to, you know, uh, you know, I want to be that voice to that to that one child in the audience that that really is lost, that feels alone, that may not have anywhere else to go. No, to know that that there's a whole world out here of people that care about that, that can care about you. And, and, you know, it's we, our whole theme here is social teaming. Like, like we do here, Chris, with you, you're part of our community now, whether you like it or not, you know, you're part of our community. Um, but it, but it's about that connectedness so that we don't feel so isolated in those parts of our journey when we have the toughest moments. And I think, I think that's important for people to hear on a repetitive basis. And I love the fact that you say consistency is greater than frequency. So consistently knowing that you can be yourself everywhere you go. Yeah. And that you said, take the pressure off, which I love. So when did you realize that, that that was like, oh, I don't have to be a different person on hearing. You know, Dean, I think that again, I talked a little bit about the, the, the mental transition back in 2014 to 2015 you know, that I I really had this misperception about the social media industry and what it meant to be successful and what it meant to to be an influencer, to be honest with you, back in that that summer, right? That, again, I I think I had some things right when I quit my day job, um, you know, in in terms of the marketing element of it. And uh, again, if you're listening or you're watching this this interview, uh, keep an eye out because I think sometime in the next maybe six months to a year, uh, I'd love to maybe even write a book about this idea of road trip marketing. I think it's a fascinating concept and a great way to bring our our country together, maybe even another country together um, in the future. So, so the, from the marketing end, I think I had my 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 screws in the right place. But from a from a mental from a philosophical end of it, I don't know that when I went on that trip in 2014 that I had my my goals in the right place. Yeah. And then again, working with pay away the layaway and envisioning this, this, this 50 States, hundred days trip 
Um, I think that whole, that few months really represented a sort of a sea change in my mind where I said, wow, I think we can really impact some people in a really positive way. Uh, again, there, there's no one moment when you realize you get it right or wrong. And I still don't think, and Dean, you could interview me in five years from now and, I, and I'll tell you, I'll give you the same answer, that we're still experimenting and trying to figure out exactly what it looks like. But I tell you what, having you know, become a Forbes contributor now and, and being a LinkedIn Live ambassador and speaking at Social Media Marketing World and partnering with these giving days and, and getting paid well to do so. And, you know, there's never that one day when you wake up and you realize like, okay, now this is success. You know, I've made it, you know, and I'm sure you would say that too as a business owner, but right. it's, it's, it's the growth and it's that change that happens over a, a period of time that really makes a big difference. And um, I'm just really grateful to be able to share some of that change um, with people because I know that the people that have been watching me, especially those that have been watching since 14, 15, 16, have seen that change in me as well. And uh, my only hope, Dean, to add one more point to this, is that someday, you know, I'll be a father as well, you know, and I'll be able to, uh, uh, as you mentioned, because I, I know you think of your family, you know, as you're expressing those thoughts as well. Um, to be able to to join you in that that fatherhood club, to be able to to pass those lessons forward, and um, really direct that energy onto uh, a child or two or three. Absolutely, and all I can tell you is it's not as easy as it looks. Um, <laughs> Jackson, I'm um, sure is laughing at us right now, <laughs> or crying. One of the two. <laughs> um, uh, so tell us, um, you know, some of the influencers that come to mind, because, you know, in our journey, right, so we always have this journey of our life, and we're at this moment, some of the people that have sort of helped along the way, or maybe they're still mentors of yours, just give us a little snippet of that, if you would, like people that- Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I I mean, how many hours do we have left? I mean, I can go (laughs) on and on. Um, That's really what this industry to me is all about, is people- reaching down and, and offering that hand to help you. You know, of course, I mentioned Dan Gingas, um, but I would also be remiss not to mention Ryan Pena, who I know is, uh, again, a close oh, yeah. friend of you guys. Um, you know, Ryan was actually the guy who, again, in full transparency, I said, Ryan, I'd love to speak at the Social Media Strategy Summit. And he said, okay, let me place a phone call and see if I can make that happen. And then, poof, <laughs> I appeared in Chicago. You know, and that's, that's how it works, right, is we connect right? with people you know, on Twitter, I, you know, I connected with Ryan initially on Snapchat and just built that relationship over the years. You know, I, I love um, giving credit to folks like Brian Fanzo, who's been a, a huge supporter of mine over the years based out of Washington, D.C. And I take a lot of my learnings uh, from, from Brian. You know, someone like Roberto Blake, who is just a, sort of an oracle in the YouTube space and just has been incredibly influential uh, to me. Um, someone like Mario Armstrong, the host of the Never Settle show um, based out of Baltimore. Uh, Mario is just an unbelievable guy who just wants to give back at every single turn, you know, that, uh, again, there's, there's just, there's too many to, to name in the, 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 the format here that we have. Uh, you know, I've written a lot of articles, a lot of my, my subject matter and my content over the years, Dean, has been, here's, you know, 75 influencers that you should follow, or here's 56 female speakers to bring on stage, right? And so, uh, I love using my voice to lift up others like Bella Vasta and like Stephanie Liu, uh, like Miri Rodriguez from, from Microsoft. Um, you know, and there's tons of content out there with my name on it that talks about, you know, these, uh, these other speakers because, you know, I, I feel oftentimes that the, the world doesn't need more of, of me. You know what I mean? I, I'm right. a white cis 
cisgender, heterosexual male from Long Island, you know, I want to be able to use my voice and use my influence to bring forth, you know, more diversity to these stages. That's why I love attending events like MDMC that really emphasize that diversity. Um, again, the social shakeup this year, you know, tons of, of African-American speakers, LGBTQ speakers. Um, it's really beautiful to see the industry starting to come around and represent more of what our country really looks like, you know, and, and I'm happy to, to, to try and use my voice to be on the forefront of that uh, effect as well. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, I always like the, uh, the feel or the, the one world feel to everything, you know, it's just, we're all humans, right? We always talk about human to human here. So, uh, you know, I like that aspect of what you said there. Um, Absolutely. any, uh, any, any resources or tools that you use that you just think are super slick as part of your world or your work? Boy, so, um, you know, for those who attended social media marketing world, um, you know, the tool that I really spoke extensively about uh, in my session is called Twitonomy. It's an app that you can download or you can go to twitonomy.com. And I've really used that to analyze, um, again, as it relates to influencers, the influence that um, people have on one another um, on Twitter. So if I were to pull up Twitonomy and look up your individual Twitter handles, if I were to look up at Dean Delisle on Twitonomy, I could see who is engaging with you. I could see who you're engaging with, how often you're engaging with them, you know, what days of the week, what times of day, um, what hashtags you're using uh, in the terms of that engagement. Um, so again, to tie it back to Twitter, there's just so much data out there on the API that allows us to see who those connections are. Um, you know, I, I, I use Twitonomy more than any other app uh, these days. Again, there's other apps out there like Hash Tracking. Uh, Brand24 is another good one um, where you can really do some research into who the influencers are in your space. So as it relates to um, the campaigns that I've been working on, like the Big Give and um, Give STL Day, um, I'll be using those tools to really look into which accounts are driving the conversation and um, helping us bring um, those campaigns to a larger audience. Um, but, uh, and from a software perspective, let me give you one more. I use a tool called Switcher Studio, um, which is a great Switcher? app. Switcher Studio. They're based out of Louisville, Kentucky, so right down the road from you guys as well. And Switcher is a third-party app that um, allows you to create interactive and engaging live video on the spot. So if you see my LinkedIn live broadcast or even some of my Facebook broadcasts where we put up like the names on the bottom of the screen or we're able to bring on multiple cameras. Again, there's a million different apps that you can do this with, but Switcher allows you to do it right from your cell phone. And it allows you to, again, play B-roll. It allows you to put up um, infographics and photos. And it's been a really great hack for someone who's not very technologically advanced, like Jackson is there on the back end, to create this high quality interactive video that really allows you to grab people's attention on an ongoing basis. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, thank you so much for that. You know, what's interesting about that is, as uh, we were just talking about this on the production side, because you do a lot of video as well. And it, it's funny how many things, you know, we used to spend thousands of dollars for software and equipment. And now, so much of the stuff now that you can get is actually reasonable. And people that want to produce their own shows and do their own things, I just almost can't wait um, I can't wait to see where it goes next, you know, like, like, it seems like there's a new thing a day coming out almost. 
Yeah, Dean, you know, I've been very bullish, you know, over the, the years of live streaming video on the importance of it becoming, uh, of these uh, features becoming mainstream, right? So of course we're, we're recording here on Zoom and we're able to show different cameras and stuff like that. And that's great. But for a lot of brands and businesses, even downloading an app like Zoom and broadcasting through Zoom can be a stumbling block, right? Yeah. So when, when Facebook introduced natively the opportunity to bring in a guest, I thought that was enormous, yeah. right? And we're very and share, much, a, and share a screen. They let you share a screen. And share a screen, right? So all of these things now that we know how to do, like we're very proficient in working with apps like BeLive and, and StreamYard yeah. and all this stuff. As Facebook continues to absorb and continues to uh, internalize those mechanisms where you can uh, put comments on the screen, where you can put up lower thirds, um, I think we're going to see even more of a renaissance in the live video space because it's going to become even easier for those mom and pop shops to create content that is actually watchable and um, drives that conversation over the course of a period of time. Yeah, for sure. For sure, man. Well, wow, Chris, man, I just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm afraid to go any further because I'm like so enriched by what I've gotten out of you so far. So I just want to <laughs> from the bottom of my heart and uh, I, I sort of want to uh, tap into the, um, the audience here and sort of know what their one takeaway is. And then this is the time when we like to bring uh, Kate and Jackson back to get their perspective. You know, we have a couple generations going on here. So I always, <laughs> like, what, I always like to know what inspires people from different lenses. So sure. Kate, what did, what did you get out of this episode? Um, so one of the things I love the most about how passionate, about how passionate Chris is about his, what he talks about and how everything is just so authentically him. Um, and I love that he talked about when you, when you Google him on all platforms, how it's all consistent. Cause we talk about that a lot with our clients, not just like influencers or business influencers, but you know, company pages, Google, like everywhere. And it's, it's so important to check in on your brand as it changes and evolves because we know that it does. So I love that you're authentically you like across all platforms. And um, another key thing that we're seeing come up so often in a lot of different spaces right now is being involved in things that align in your values. So whether that's just becoming part of an organization that aligns in your value, whether it's spear hunting a mission that aligns in your values the way you are, or just joining a if you're working for a company that doesn't have the same values as you, it becomes draining. So I love that something that's that you've made a part of your mission. And I think that it's something that we can all incorporate in our everyday lives. And I know it's become a lot more important to me recently. Yeah, that's a good call, Kate. I love that. And Jackson, what about you? Yeah, I mean, the same, essentially the same thing. I really liked how he talked about, you know, you don't have to be a different person over here than you are over here. You know, the consistency among all platforms. Personally, I really liked that he mentioned, uh, you know, live video functions on Facebook and, you know, that the live video on all platforms is really growing and taking off. And that's what everything is really moving to. And it's more accessible to smaller brands. You don't have to be a Nike, Adidas, or, you know, one of those big Fortune 500 companies in order to produce these videos, these captivating videos. And, you know, thank you for sharing those, uh, you know, tools because you, there's so many tools these days that like, you know, there's no way that one person knows all of them. 
Right. So, so I, I love hearing when people, especially when they have to do with video, you know, those are my, <laughs> those are my favorite. I'm going to nerd out, but, um, yeah, that is, uh, yeah, that's probably the, and I was laughing when you said that I was probably laughing on the back end. I was cracking up hysterically. hysterically. <laughs> so, Chris, yeah. uh, where, Chris, you're going to be coming up at MDMC Midwest digital marketing conference in St. Louis. Uh, uh, let's see, uh, Social Rock Conference, which I didn't even really had one in Rockford, which is an appropriate name. Social Media mm-hmm. Week in Ohio, Social Media Day in Houston. Any other shout outs you want to give of conferences coming up? Boy, I think that pretty much runs the gamut there. You know, I'm going to be all around you guys uh, over the next couple months there. Like have the road in yeah. I, I know, I'm coming in from all sides. I really just got to make my way to Wrigley at some point this year. Uh, it's yeah. been a lot of fun, and um, I, I really do appreciate you guys having me on the show. It's been it's been a lot of fun. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, Jackson, uh, who's our winners today? We always have a couple winners, Chris. Not I think we're all winners, but I mean, so Jackson, who's the winners in today's show? Yeah, so for on the Zoom platform, we have Jeff Stitely, uh, who won the engagement prize. So uh, make sure you check your email after the show. And then also... Uh, our good friend Carla Bowles was on the Facebook live stream and she is our Facebook engagement winner. So, all right. So here's what we ask each and every audience member, including the people that win the Starbucks gift cards. We want you to be a thought leader today and share what you've learned from Chris, Uh, whether it was inspired by the charities, whether it was some methodologies that he used, maybe it was just his personal story but I want you to share that with somebody so that you can help guide and inspire somebody else in your world to sort of take themselves to the next level. So we ask that of each and every one of you. And uh, congratulations, Jeff, who is actually a really old friend and family of the program uh, from way back <clears throat> before, I, I didn't even think, probably five names ago, and Carla uh, over the last year. So good to see a couple of uh, friends uh, in the game there but you're all friends to us thank you so much chris for being on with us today and from all of us here at social jack our heart goes out to your heartwarming work and uh just want to thank you from all of us here hey dean can't wait to shake your hand in a couple weeks down in st louis and uh i'm sure our paths will cross again soon thanks so much for having me on you got it take care everybody we'll see you all online bye bye y'all Thank you for listening to the Influence Factory podcast. We welcome feedback and suggestions. You can provide these by visiting our website at www.myinfluencefactory.com. And if you are interested in Social Jack's 90 Days to Influence program, you can simply go to 90daystobusinessinfluence.com and simply ask for the next steps. While our program airs regularly on Zoom webcasts and Facebook Live on Wednesdays at noon central, we invite you to download episodes on your favorite channel, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spreaker, SoundCloud, and who knows where else in the future. We will also provide occasional on-location live streams with special guests that we will announce in our community Facebook group, Business Influencer Alliance, as well as on all Social Jack channels. Our mission is to help you build your digital business influence with this podcast, as well as inspire, educate, and entertain those who are hungry to collaborate in a cool place with cool business professionals just like you.